You're listening to the podcast of Williamsburg Christian Church, a community of faith joining God's pursuit of restoring lives. We hope you enjoy this week's podcast. Let us pray. Father God, we just thank you for your presence. We just thank you, Lord, for the sacrifice. We thank you for what you have done for all of humanity. Now, Father, we pray that you will continue to help us to let our light shine, to show the world that you have come and that you're still with us through your Holy Spirit. Hide me behind the cross and let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our strength and our redeemer. These and all blessings we ask in our son Jesus' name, and the people of God said, Amen. As a backdrop for my message today, I'll call your attention to Matthew, the 16th chapter, and we're going to read verse 27. Matthew, the 16th chapter, verse 27, and I'll be reading from the New International Version. And it says, For the Son of Man is going to come in his Father's glory with his angels, and then he will reward each person according to what they have done. For the Son of Man is going to come in his Father's glory with his angels, and then he will reward each person according to what they have done. You better watch out. You better not cry. Better not pout. I'm telling you why. Jesus Christ is coming soon. Now, I'm sure all of us have heard this old fairy tale song, Santa Claus is Coming to Town. And I would like to use this secular song to reveal a spiritual truth. The song goes like, you better watch out, you better not cry, better not pout. I'm telling you why Santa Claus is coming to town. He knows when you are sleeping and he knows when you are awake. He knows when you are bad or good, so be good for goodness sake. And down through the years, we have sung Santa Claus is coming to town. We have seen fairy tale pictures of Santa Claus in a sled being pulled by reindeers riding in the air. We have seen Santa Claus going down chimneys with lots of toys on his back to leave presents for kids and loved ones. We enjoy this fairy tale during this Christmas season. And as innocent as this fairy tale is, we find ourselves caught up in the commercialization of it. We decorate evergreen trees. We hang multicolored lights and reefs everywhere. We crowd out malls, shopping for bargains. We fill the air with joyful songs. We put on Christmas plays. We attend concerts of all kinds. Some people take their kids to see Santa Claus and have their photos taken with him. We write our Christmas card. We wrap presents. We cook. We throw parties and gather with family and friends under the mistletoe. We do a number of things to prepare for the Christmas season. But I'm afraid that we are not preparing for Jesus Christ's return as much as we prepare for the Christmas holiday. We hear Santa Claus is coming to town, but Jesus Christ is also coming. And Santa Claus is a mythological character that has been injected in the celebration of this Advent season. But Jesus 
is the reason for the season. And he's coming back as he said. You better watch out. You better not cry. Better not pout. I'm telling you why. Jesus Christ is coming soon. He won't be riding in a sled pulled by reindeers. He won't have a bag full of toys thrown over his shoulders. He won't go down chimneys and fill stockings with goodies. He won't come like Santa Claus during a particular season, but we can be assured he is coming soon. We ought to be preparing for the coming of Jesus Christ. We decorate trees with lights and ornaments for Christmas holiday but what about decorating our lives with the light of the kingdom of God? What about decorating our lives with the ornaments of the fruit of the spirit? The ornaments of love and joy and peace and faith and meekness and temperance should be hanging from our lives. If the fruit of the spirit is not hanging on our lives, and if the light of heaven is not shining through our character and personality, we are not prepared for the coming of Jesus Christ. We hear Santa Claus knows when you're sleeping. Jesus Christ knows when you're also sleeping. Jesus Christ knows the Christian church has been sleeping a long time. The Christian church was sleeping during the time of institutional slavery. Even today, while racial and social injustice are flooding the streets of our nation, many churches are sleeping. While gun violence is an everyday occurrence in schools and workplaces, the Christian church is sleeping. While homelessness is on the rise, while children are going to bed hungry every night, the Christian church is sleeping. While hate crimes and white nationalism are on an unprecedented rise. The church is sleeping. While our youth are caught in a culture of violence and death and disease and mayhem, the Christian church is sleeping. While the world is in need of moral and, a moral and spiritual thermostat that sets the temperature of society, the church is comfortably sleeping as a thermometer that only registers the temperature of society. You better watch out. You better not cry. Better not pout. I'm telling you why Jesus Christ is coming soon. Like Santa Claus, Jesus knows who's naughty or nice. If we hate people because they are different in size or color or politics, we are naughty. If we look down on people because of their lack of education, lack of opportunity, we are naughty. If our practice of Christianity doesn't break from the racial and economic rationalization that created the fragmentation of racial identification in the American imagination that form institutional discrimination, we are naughty. If we say that we love God whom we have not seen and hate our brothers and sisters whom we have seen despite the color of their skin, we are naughty. Jesus knows also, who's nice? Now, if we're trying to do justly, love mercy, and walk humbly with God, this is nice. If we feed the hungry, clothe the naked, home the homeless, heal the brokenhearted, recover the sight of the blind, release the captives, and work for peace, this is considered nice. 
If we love our enemies, do good to them that hate us, and pray for them that despitefully use and persecute us, this is nice. If we are trying to do our duty as a Christian ought and spread the message that the master taught, then this is nice. You better watch out. You better not cry. Better not pout. I'm telling you why Jesus Christ is coming soon. We also hear that Santa Claus is checking his list and he's checking it twice, trying to find out who's naughty or nice. Well, Jesus Christ also has a list. It is called the book of life. And if our names are not written in the book of life, we are lost forever. We cannot enter into the new Jerusalem where the joy bells are ever ringing and the sons and daughters of God shout for joy. If our names are not listed in the Lamb's book of life, it doesn't matter where we live, doesn't matter how much money we have, doesn't matter our educational level or our denominational affiliation, we cannot enter into the kingdom of greatness. You better watch out. You better not pout, better not cry. I'm telling you why Jesus Christ is coming soon. If we are not born again of water and spirit, we cannot see nor enter into the kingdom of God. We cannot experience where the lion and the lamb lie down together. We cannot experience where nations have beat their swords into plowshares and spears into pruning hooks. And nation will no longer rise up against nations. Neither will they study war anymore where every man and every woman will be able to sit under their own vine and fig tree and none shall be made afraid. You better watch out. You better not cry. You better not pout. I'm telling you why. Jesus Christ is coming soon. Instead of us celebrating like the world does, we ought to be praying, we ought to be studying the word of God and doing the will of God on earth as it is in heaven. The world is not concerned about the second advent or the parousia, but whether they are concerned about it or not, Jesus Christ is coming again. You better watch out. You better not cry. Better not pout. I'm telling you why Jesus Christ is coming soon. He didn't come last year. He didn't come last month. He didn't come last night. But be assured he's coming as he said. Jesus says for the son of man is coming uh, in his father's glory with his angels. And then he will reward every person according to what they have done. He knows those who are good or bad. So be good, be just, be kind, be loving. Jesus Christ is coming. Now, we can't pinpoint when Jesus is coming. We cannot put him on a calendar. We cannot ask the scientists and the astrologers when he's coming because the angels in heaven don't know. All we can do is obey him, prepare daily for Jesus Christ's return. He won't be riding in the sled pulled by reindeers. He won't have a, a, a bag of toys thrown over his shoulders. He won't go down chimneys and fill stockings with goodies. Instead, Jesus wants to go down in the hearts of people. Instead, instead of giving a gift, he is the gift under the tree. <laughs> Jesus Christ is that gift who hung on the tree to give us salvation and justification before God. My brothers and sisters, as I close, I want to leave this poem with you. So you can have something to think about. It says, twist the night before Jesus came and all through the house, 
Not a creature was praying, not one in the house. Their Bibles were laid on the shelf without care in hopes that Jesus would not come there. The children were dressing uh, to crawl into bed, not once ever kneeling or bowing ahead. And mom in her rocker with a baby on her lap was watching the late show while I took a nap. When out of the east there rose such a clatter, I sprung to my feet to see what was the matter. Away to the window I flew like a flash, tore open the shutters and threw up the sash. When they, when what to my wonder eyes should appear, but angels proclaiming that Jesus was here. With the light like the sun sending forth a bright ray, I knew in a moment this must be the day. The light of his face made me cover my head. It was Jesus returning just like he had said. And though I possess worldly wisdom and wealth, I cried when I saw him in spite of myself. In the book of life which he held in his hand was written the name of every saved man. He spoke not a word as he searched for my name. And when he said it's not here, I, my head hung in shame. The people whose names had been written with love, he gathered to take to his father above. With those who were ready, he rose without a sound, while all the rest were left standing around. I fell to my knees, but it was too late. I waited too long, and this sealed my fate. I stood and I cried as they rolled out of sight, oh, if I had only been ready tonight. In the words of this poem, the meaning is clear. The coming of Jesus is drawing near. There's only one life, and when it comes, the last call, we'll find the Bible was true after all. You better watch out. You better not cry. You better not pout. I'm telling you why. Jesus Christ is coming soon. May God bless you, and may God keep you, and may God's light forever shine within you. All right. God bless you. All right.